on episode 426 of Nintendo Switchcraft. It's about time. Polyroll thoughts, PDP glows in the dark, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft, your source for all the Nintendo news that you need. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of uh, Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like James P. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail uh, uh, for the show... You can do that from any device by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail, and I may even play it on the show. Before we get started, I just want to let everybody know that um, 143 Pixels, uh, the trailer is up. You may have heard it on, on the feed yesterday. It does have its own feed, but I'm currently waiting for iTunes to approve that. As soon as that is approved, I will let everybody know about it iTunes takes forever, and then everybody bases theirs off iTunes, basically. So that's what I'm waiting for. If you want to listen to, uh, if you want to listen to the shows as they come out, even if the even if the the RSS feed is not approved yet, you can go to uh, Anchor.fm/slash143. Those are just the numbers: 143. Anchor.fm/slash143 to check out 143 pixels which I am very, very happy with how it's turned out so far. So uh, with that being said, let's talk first about Mr. Miyamoto. Uh, Mr. Miyamoto, this was just announced yesterday. Uh, he he is being honored in Japan. And I have to say, I'm actually surprised that it hadn't happened already. But he is the first video game creator to be recognized as a person of cultural merit in japan this is pretty surprising that that he's that he didn't already have this and that other video game uh luminaries haven't already been awarded this as well i mean i remember when we were watching the olympics my wife and i were watching them um two years ago and they were they announced or maybe maybe it was four years ago i can't remember um was it the Summer Olympics? I, I'm not sure which Olympics is happening in Japan. I think it's going to be the Summer Olympics. But we were we were watching the Olympics, and at the end, you know, they had this whole thing where they were revealing where it was going to be the next time, and it was Japan. And Mario was like the like he was heavily, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, displayed. As look, this is this is a Japanese cultural icon, and they were leaning into it very, very heavily at the Olympics, saying, "Look, we're going to Japan." Um, and they, like the president of Japan, came out wearing a Mario hat, is pretty impressive. So the idea that Mr. Miyamoto, the creator of Mario and Zelda and Donkey Kong, and who know, I mean, so many of the greatest video game franchises ever 
came from Mr. Miyamoto. And for him to not have already been awarded this, it just really kind of surprised me. So uh, this was announced in on October 29th uh, that he's 70 years old. He's His current job title is Nintendo Creative Fellow, fellow and he is the father of Super Mario, Legend of Zelda. Um, he is getting the highest honor a person in a creative field can receive in Japan. It's alongside a manga creator, uh, Moto Hagio, uh, who made They Were Eleven and the Poe Clan. Um, in 2012... Studio Ghibli founder uh, Mr. Miyazaki received the same honor, but it's really surprising that it was that it's never been awarded to Mr. Miyamoto. So that's what I have to say about it. Is it's about time uh, the person of merit is awarded uh, to people by the Japanese government who have made great cultural contributions to Japan and is one of the highest honors that a creator can receive in Japan. Uh, this is going to, he's going to receive his, um, uh, ceremony, uh, in Tokyo on November 5th. So congratulations to him, but he is the first video game creator to ever receive this. And I think it is, uh, really, really impressive. Uh, now his response is the video game genre is finally is being brought to light and recognized by the Japanese government. He also is, of course, humble and says he was unable to do it alone, and he thanked his co-workers at Nintendo. He also said that he wants to make people around the world smile, and he won't be retiring anytime soon. He's going to do everything in his power to do new things, which I think is wonderful to hear that I mean, he's still going strong at 70. When he retires from the video game industry, it is going to be... Like it's just it's going to be bad for the video game industry because he is somebody who always pushed the video game industry forward, and without him, we would have an extremely different landscape than we do now. I mean, let me give you an example. Um, when I was growing up, the first game that I remember playing is Donkey Kong. My my grandmother worked in a bar and she worked at this bar in the daytime uh usually when like so in the summertime uh, during the day uh like the early 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 shift when this bar was open it was kind of like um almost like a sportsman's club kind of place uh so people were there during the day and stuff and my mother and I would go and visit grandma and she would sit there and talk to grandma and grandma would open up the register and hand me a handful of quarters. And then I could go into the pool room. They had a, they had a pool table, shuffleboard and Donkey Kong. And I played tons and tons of Donkey Kong. And then at the end of the night, she would go over to the Donkey Kong machine, open it back up, get the quarters back out and throw them back in the register because nobody played it but me. Uh, but I played that thing all the time. I loved playing that game. And that is the that is my first video game memory. And that wouldn't be possible without Mr. Miyamoto. I mean, if you guys did not know, uh, Nintendo uh, had made this game called Radar Scope, which was incredibly popular over in Japan, like incredibly popular. So they assumed it would also be incredibly popular here in the United States. So when they decided to start selling games over here in the United States, these arcade games, um, they 
they ordered tons and tons and tons of them and they shipped them over here and nobody bought them. Nobody cared about radar scopes. So Mr. Miyamoto, who was hired as an artist at the time, they said, uh, can you turn this into another game? So he started modifying, uh, making a new a, a new a little board that you could plug into it that would modify it to turn it into a new game. And uh, what he was working on was Popeye, but Nintendo couldn't get the licensing rights for Popeye. So he had made this Popeye game, and they said, and and the the creators behind uh, Popeye said, "No, we're not going to let you license our our the, our name." Because you're this little company and nobody nobody knows who you are. Nobody cares. Uh, you don't have a track record. We're going to say no. So Nintendo decided, all right, well, here's what I'll do instead. Uh, let's turn it into our own characters. We'll keep the same game and just replace the sprites. So they replaced Popeye's sprite with Mario. Or in, the, in this case, at the time, they were called it was called Jumpman. They replaced Olive Oil's sprite, uh, not sprite, sprite with Pauline. And they replaced um, uh, Bluto's sprite with Donkey Kong. And they made a couple other changes. And then suddenly they had Donkey Kong. Uh, They made new uh, side art, uh, new marquee, sent it over. And it was like one of the fastest selling games of all time. I mean, later on, Nintendo ended up making an actual Popeye arcade machine because now they were a household name. But... If Mr. Miyamoto hadn't turned Radar Scope into those the uh, Donkey Kong, I don't know that I'd be sitting here today talking about video games because that definitely put me on a path. I, and I just want to say that for Mr. Miyamoto, well done, sir, and it's it's also well deserved. Uh, let's talk about a, a game. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the the game for for another time. Let's or. Let me talk about something that's not a game. Uh, I want to talk about this controller, which was just announced by PDP Gaming. It actually looks really cool. It says, cut the cord and go wireless with the Afterglow Wireless Deluxe Controller for Nintendo Switch. It arrives November 26, and you can pre-order it today. So I'm clicking on it and going to their website to see more about it. It looks really cool. It's got lights on the inside. And if you are not watching the video, if you're listening to the show instead, go to runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 426, and you can check it out there so you can see what it looks like. Uh, But the Afterglow wireless uh, controller, basically it looks like a pro controller, but it's got like lights on the inside and it glows. And I think it looks really, really cool. Um... I don't know if it's, I mean, my controller of choice, which I can't reach over and grab right now, but my controller of choice right now is the SN30 Pro Plus by 8BitDo. This looks like a really, really nice controller too. And it's only 50 bucks. That's the thing that is really interesting to me. It's only 50 bucks. So what is it missing if it's only 50 bucks? First off, it looks like a pro controller that glows. Uh, so there's that. We all know that the Pro Controller is a really, really fantastic form factor. And this one looks really well built. Again, looks. I haven't played it. I don't know. But it looks pretty good. Um, So it's wireless. It's not wired, which is very important. I can't stand wired controllers. That drives me bananas. Uh, It is wireless, so you can have a cable-free experience. Uh, It has this LED with customizable, customizable colors and lighting mode. 
I don't really care about that. I mean, it looks nice, but I don't really care. Uh, motion control is built in, so you don't have to worry about uh, it not being supported by games that uh, that use motion control. It says dual programmable paddle style back buttons to fit the way you play. So it looks like it's got those paddles that are on the back. I, I don't know why they wouldn't show a picture of those, but uh, uh, I don't see any on the website here. Oh, wait a second. Maybe there are. Um, is that the back? Yes. So yes, on the back, there is a little paddle, which you can pull with your um, with your fingers as they're wrapped around the wings of the controller. You can pull on those uh, paddles to do an extra button press, which is cool. And it is officially licensed by Nintendo. So Nintendo has licensed this. This is not um, this is not some third party company just making junk to send to you. Nintendo has said, yeah, this is okay. You're allowed to do this. What is it missing? It's missing rumble, I guess. They, there's no rumble in it at all. Or, well, I mean, they haven't said that there's rumble in it. And if it had rumble, I can't, I, I can't, I can't imagine that they would leave it off. Um, and also, no NFC is mentioned, so I'm assuming that it doesn't work with Amiibo. Now, if you don't care about those two things, I kind of care about rumble because I think it's really cool. But uh, NFC, I can kind of take or leave. Uh, but for for fifty bucks. That's a really good deal. I mean, if I go to um, if I go to Amazon and see how much is a Pro Controller, like a Nintendo Switch uh, Pro Controller, Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Here we go. Uh, I believe it's eighty dollars. I could be wrong, but oh, it's only sixty-two dollars. It must have gone down in price. I remember when they first came out, they were more expensive. But sixty-two dollars versus. Uh, $50. So this is $12 cheaper. You miss out on the Rumble. You miss out on the NFC. But other than that, I mean, it seems like a good deal. It seems like a really good controller. Am I going to buy it? No, I'm not going to buy it. And you might ask why, in which case I point to the wall that I have over here on the left, where I've got one, two, three, four, five controllers there. Plus there's another controller on the floor, or not on the floor, but on the desk underneath those controllers. And I have a set of Joy-Cons. And I have under my hat here. Oh, you can't see it. But under my hat, I've got a second set of Joy-Cons. So uh, I've got plenty of controllers. I don't need another Pro controller, especially when I'm so happy with the SN30 Pro Plus. So throwing $50 at this, for me, doesn't make a lot of sense. But I wanted to let people know about it because it looks cool. And $50 is cheaper than a regular Pro Controller. And if you don't care about Rumble and you don't care about NFC, then that might be the way that you want to go. Uh, so there you go. If, if you want to find a link in the show notes, you can easily go to runjumpstomp.com. And this is episode 426. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, I want to talk about Polyroll. So stick around. Paperboy from Mindscape for your Nintendo Entertainment System. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. And I played a game the other day called Polyroll. And it's actually really good. I like it a lot. The The developer had sent me a review copy, and I, I hadn't really heard anything about it. But I said, well, I'll check it out. Well, they sent me a press release, and I looked at it, and I said, this very, very much reminds me of Sonic the Hedgehog, so can you send me a review copy? And they said, sure, here's your review copy. So uh, I checked it out, and um, you know, I've got a first look over on my uh, YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, and it looks really fun. Like, or it is really fun. It's, 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 it looks like Sonic. It does not play like Sonic. Like Sonic the Hedgehog is super fast. This is not a fast game. It's more slow and methodical. Um, but it has a definite Sonic look to it. Uh, he turns into a ball when he jumps and then lands on enemies in order to um, damage them. He also, if he comes into contact with the enemies and he's not in ball form, he will take damage just like Sonic the graphics remind me of um, of Sonic-inspired graphics, like, without a doubt. But the game plays very slow, and that's not... I don't want you to think of that as an insult to the game, because I think that the game's really fun. Now, it's $10, I think. Let me actually go to Nintendo.com and type in Polyroll, and we'll see how much it is. Polyroll. Uh, so Polyroll is... Um, $10. Is it $10? I'm waiting for it to come up. It's there. I just got like a spinning thing waiting for Yeah, $10. It's $10 for Polyroll. But overall, it is a really fun game. I think that they did a good job. Uh, when you, when you are, uh, in a, in a ball form and you hit an enemy, you bounce up higher than you would otherwise be able to jump. So there's that. And you can also pick up, um, uh, power-ups as you go. So you can get these power-ups that will allow you to fall slower or withstand um, spikes or the ability to drop bombs and stuff like that, uh, which makes it a little bit different than Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, you can also uh, duck down and do like a spin dash move, kind of like uh, Sonic does. But then... If you jump in the middle of that spin dash and hit a wall, you will ricochet off of that and bounce up, up, up as as you go. It's very, very fun, and I I like it a lot. I I can recommend uh, Polyroll. Uh, I'm so far I finished the first boss fight last night, and overall I think that it's a really fun game, and I can recommend it for ten dollars. It's it's a good game. It's fun. I don't know how long it is, but I'm a fan of it. I think it's I think it's fun. Vaxer in chat is asking, is it a Sonic ripoff? It definitely looks like Sonic. It's definitely inspired by Sonic, but I feel like it's its own it's its own thing. Sketching Moose in chat is asking, 
Would you recommend it over Sonic Mania? No, I would not recommend it over Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania is, if you are a fan of old Sonic games, that is, without a doubt, the best Sonic game in years. It is a wonderful, wonderful game. Alex Alex Whitehead? No, Christian Whitehead. Sorry, I got the name wrong. Uh, Christian Whitehead and his team that worked on Sonic Mania did a superb job with that game it is so very very good and if you have not already picked it up you absolutely should pick it up i'm going to go to nintendo's website right now and see how much sonic mania is on the uh on the nintendo switch uh i'm gonna guess it's more than ten dollars but uh it's worth it it's worth whatever it is yeah it's 20 bucks it's so good though if you have not played sonic mania you are missing out on a wonderful, wonderful game. Um, oh, I was going to show you what it looks like, but uh, it's like the the thing that they have is... Oh, here we go. Show. It's very, very reminiscent of 1990s Sega Genesis Sonic games. It's incredible. It's fun. It's uh, just a wonderful game. I never beat it, though. I It got a... I got... I got to a point where I just could not get past this one level, uh, and and I can't... Like, I should load that back up and try it again. We even had a contest here uh, for the podcast where people were trying to get uh, the time trial at the fastest possible time for the Green Hills Zone 1, and uh, I had so much fun playing that game. So Sonic Mania, without a doubt, is better 100% objectively better than Polyroll, but Polyroll looks like a Sonic ripoff, but it is definitely its own thing. So if you've already played Sonic Mania, I can recommend Polyroll. I think it's good. Is it as good as Sonic Mania? No, but it's still really, really fun. So I can recommend it. Hopefully that answers your question, Sketching Moose, and thank you for coming here to the live show at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. All right, uh, quick Quickly, because we were already at uh, nine minutes left, uh, PS4 L outsells the Wii. It is now the second best-selling home console ever, the number one best-selling home console ever. I want you to think about it for a second. What do you think it is? Pause. Okay, did you pause? Did you figure it out? It was the PS2. The PS2 sold so many consoles of course of, of course that generation for the ps2 lasted a really long time uh that was on sale for i think it was 10 years uh but the wii made history during its six-year lifespan it was nintendo's most successful product ever and it sold over 101 million units worldwide it was nintendo's highest selling home console ever i meant to say home console not console um, and, uh, it, it was Nintendo's second highest selling system of all time, uh, which was second only to the Nintendo DS. Now the Wii did very, very well, but the PS2 and, uh, outsold that. And now the PS4 has outsold the Nintendo, uh, I'm sorry, the Nintendo Wii. Sony announced recently that the PS4 has hit a sales figure of 102.8 million units worldwide as of September 30th, 2019. So it is now the second best home console in history, uh, which is really good. That I mean, great for Sony. I think it's impressive. Um, I am very surprised that that they were able to catch the Wii. 
the Wii just was such an amazing hit in those six years of it of its lifespan that it just surprised me when uh, Sony passed it. But you know what? Um, I think that they deserve it. They made a really good system. Now, at the same time, I feel like Sony has done just about everything that they can to alienate everybody since selling that system and selling tons and tons and tons of them. Uh, I'm very less interested in getting a PS5 than I was at the beginning of this uh, generation because of Sony's stances that they have taken throughout this generation. Now, to be fair, they have since kind of rectified a lot of the problems that I had with it. It just makes me nervous about what's going on with the PS5. Uh, But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. I just wanted to let everybody know that the Wii has been toppled as the number two and ps4 is now at the number the number two spot so there you go now you know uh real quick before we get out of here there's two things that i want to share uh number one easton or Eston, i'm not sure how to pronounce your name they sent me an email and usually i don't respond to emails in the middle of the week but they emailed me i'm sure you know but the but thought the Wednesday show may want to include a blurb that Target is doing its buy two get one sale on Switch games with Amazon having to having a retort as well of a sale. So if you go to Target, apparently they have video games currently at buy two get one free. That's not just on on video games, but it's also board games, movies, activities, music, and books. And on this is an online only. So if there's two games that you know you're going to buy. Now is the time to buy them, and you probably want to buy them from Target. I think that he said that that Amazon is having a video game sale as well. I forgot to look that up before the show started. So let me actually, Amazon video game sale. And we'll see if there are deals right now for uh, video games. Uh, Deal of the day. Nothing that is jumping out at me, so... But I, I should have done that research before the show. I just forgot to, so my bad. Uh, but anyway, that seems like a good do, good deal. Buy two, get one free. Uh, if there's something that you are looking at getting, now's the time, I, apparently, if you're going to buy it through uh, Target. And the last thing before we get out of here, um, this is also something that I wouldn't normally talk about until Saturday, but I you know I thought I would help out this, this kid. Um, Carl Lazuski uh, tweeted at me. They said... This is my five-year-old's first level on Super Mario Maker 2. He's very proud of himself. Uh, So I wanted to share that out so that people would see it and maybe try this kid's uh, level. I have not tried it yet. I don't know what it's like. I haven't had time. I've been uh, just absolutely uh, crazy swamped right now. But if you want to try it out, you absolutely should. Make this guy's day. I hope he gets tons and tons and tons of people trying out his very first level. The course ID is VN4-42P-GXG. And uh, you can just hit the rewind button real quick to, to hear that. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, first off, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, and click the bell so everybody knows that this is a great place to get in, in uh, news. But uh, that course ID is right there on the screen right now for the YouTube people. Or... If you just go to my website, runjumpstomp.com, and you go to episode 426, you can look in the show notes and you can see the course ID right there. 
or I retweeted this. I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter, so I retweeted it, and you can find it there as well. There's a lot of ways that you can check out uh, Carl's kids uh, level. Let's make sure that this five-year-old gets tons of people playing and finishing their very first level that they're very proud of. I just think it would be a a nice thing to do. All right, with that being said, let's wrap it up. Um, Let's see. Okay, Vaxxer in chat just typed it for everybody. That's really nice of you, Vaxxer. Thank you. So you can copy and paste. Um, but let's let's wrap up the show. You can become a part of the community by joining us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. We are like a couple of people away from 700 people in that discord. So join it. There's lots of people in there who like video games, who who like the stuff that you like. And you guys can all get together and have conversations. It's been so busy in there lately. I haven't even been able to get a, a word in edgewise because I've been swamped. But I love seeing how active it is in the in the Discord. So thank you all for uh, using that. And just so you know, if you're gonna, if you want, there's an LFG channel in the Discord. Actually, let me bring up the Discord on the screen real quick. There is an LFG channel on the Discord. If you go into the LFG channel, you can uh, ask people uh, if they want to play a game together. And then there's voice channels right in there so you can talk to each other while you're playing the games because Nintendo does not make that easy. So uh, that's what I would recommend you do. Join the Discord, hang out with awesome people, and uh, play games together. That's what it's there for. You can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and you can get a hold of me in the ways that I said earlier. This show is part of the giant-sized Team Up Network. For more information, go on over to gstu.net. There's a bunch of really great shows over there. Uh, Most of the video game-related shows are all my shows, but they have like comic book shows and movie shows and all that stuff, so make sure that you head on over to gstu.net. And if you are looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Thank you. Lots of ways there that you can support the show. Uh, some of them free. Some of them some of them are throwing money at me in some ways or another. But uh, check those out again. That is runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's one of my favorite chip tunes. It's awesome. You guys are great. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.